morning, everybody. This is a Friday, and we are here for Dow of the Day. This is the last day of the week, uh, and this is so we'll be having a break uh, as per usual um, for Saturday and Sunday. We do not do Dow of the Day on Saturday and Sundays. But if you have a number for your weekend, come on up, uh, pick a number between one and eighty-one, and we will go through your Dow for today. Um, I'm always interested in the Dow Day Ching. I've been interested. I've been reading the Dow Day Ching for about twenty years now, and a large part of what the Dow offers is us to to help us like to help guide us to living a more reasonable life. So much of what we talk about in so much of what is talked about in the Dow is about how you can live a more reasonable sort of measured life, right? Like so many times we get out and we say, we got to do this and we got to do that. And we got to move there. And we got to do this. And and we get into this, you know, into the, into the realm of the, of logic in the realm of all of this emotion that we feel these days and everything. And, uh, Dr. Rao is going to join me and I, I, I hope he's going to pick a number. I think he does. Yeah. The only person who doesn't is Bella. Dr. Rao, how are you doing today? Hi, Martin. How are you? I'm doing well. It's always great to hear your smiling face, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I really, yeah. I really enjoyed our last talk. Um, it really kind of got me ruminating on on the yeah. idea of interpersonal like conflict resolution and stuff. Yeah, just beautiful conversation. Yeah, actually, I was talking to my sister this morning on that topic also. Yeah. So um, whenever she ta- she's uh, almost eighty years old now, you know, but uh, I do talk to her about uh, uh, deeper issues of life, you know, all that. You know, she's at the stage where she can. Uh, look upon her life and understand those things, right? Yes. So I was telling her, do you talk to your children about these things and mention that? And she said, it is hard for me to remember, but you know, uh, they also like to show that. Then said, tell one word, like inner riches are better than outer riches. If you have inner riches, then better, all everything will have meaning. That's all. <laughs> That's it. Like if we can, if we can just get that into everybody's head, like we yeah. would all be so better off. Yeah, that's what I thought you would like too, Martin, because you are like that, you know. Yes, yes, I've been, I've been following that for quite some time. Thanks, yeah. to, thanks, thanks to my addictions and all of those things that I left behind. It's, it's yeah. put me on a path of, of opening to that, the, that, inner, that. the inner world. That's it. Your addictions and all that are, are a reason why you turned into this. And so in that way, they are part of your experience, but then you have overcome. That's a big deal. Right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So do you have a number to share with us today? Uh, I don't have a number, uh, Martin. I just wanted to say hello to you. Oh, well, yeah. I appreciate that. Um, always, always love having you on and chatting about about Brahman and and the Tao and just yeah. the inner vision and and the reasons that we're here. You know, like to living a reasonable life is is living within. Martin, I want to tell you about a book. I was uh, not mm-hmm. a book, actually, the audio from that I was listening. It's called. Be Who You Are by Ramana Maharshi, okay? Um, maybe you will be interested in that because, you know, you will understand everything in that. <laughs> I, I, would, I would love, it's called Be Who You Are by who? Yes, Ramana Maharshi. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm taking a note now. 
Okay. Um, and I will I will look it up on on uh, on uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Audible a little God. later today. You know, you keep giving Jeff Bezos the money. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Martin. All right. Have a wonderful day. So uh, that was Dr. Rao, and he recommends a book, Be Who You Are. And I would, uh, I'm going to check it out a little bit later. And, uh, but right now, I'm looking for someone to come up and give me a number. Um, I love chatting with everybody about what number you have for today. And I think, you know, people like Dr. Rao, who has the Brahman, and uh, Bella, who uh, uses a different text. Uh, they, they, they don't come up and, and always pick numbers because they have, they have their own ways of thinking about things and their own, their own path and the things that they, they read. And so, uh, I respect that. And of course they can come up anytime and say hello and offer wisdom to you guys through my platform. And if you are interested in the Tao Te Ching, so the Tao Te Ching translates to the canon of reason and the canon of reason, what that means, like that's how I translate it. A lot of people translate it to the way. Um, and this is the way of living life in a more reasonable way. Um, as we have gotten away from uh, the heart brain and the gut brain and the body, we have moved into the head. And so we've moved into a more logical way of being. And, and in logic comes farming, in logic comes systems, in logic comes economics, in logic comes writing, in logic comes everything that our modern world presents us as having value. And yet behind all that was value. Before all that, there was value. And that's what the Tao Te Ching offers us. That's what Brahman offers us. That's what, like, it is, as, as Dr. Rao stated, that which is within. Which is why I talk about, uh, in, 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 the, you know, in the context of recovery, I talk a lot about recovery, um, I talk about what it is we recover to. Because when we're recovering to something, we're looking within. We're not just looking outside of us from that which we are recovering from, but we look within as to what we are recovering to. Once again, this, this starts to embrace and we start to em envelop this, uh, this idea of self, and this idea of we are. But we cannot be, right, without the, the, the initial masculine sort of logic, we will move into that from there, right? So when, when we talk in the Tao, we'll speak a lot about structure, we'll speak a lot about, uh, and that's the masculine, right? The masculine is like the house, and yet the Tao is the space within the house that you use. And so if you get working, if you always work and you're always building, you're always doing stuff, well, you're filling your house, and you fill your house so much, right? The, that there is no space to actually use, and then the house becomes useless. And so we need both. We need both the space as well as the structure, and not just the structure, of course. So, so that is what we are offered in the Tao. We're offered both the structure and the space. And so we're going to look at a number. I'm going to pick up 51. We're going to move right to 51. We're going to talk about 51. And if you have a number, please interrupt me. Don't, don't hesitate to interrupt me and, and get a number so that we can talk about your DAO for the day. This is Friday, and so we only have, uh, we only have today until you then will be out on your own and having to, you know, do the weekend without the Dow, if that's, if, if that's something that, that, that is not a problem for you. 
Um, so definitely uh, come on up and give me a number between 1 and 81, and we'll talk about your DAO for the day. Today, I'm choosing 51. Every being in the universe is an expression of the DAO. It springs into existence, unconscious, perfect, and free, takes on a physical body, lets circumstances complete it. That is why every being spontaneously honors the Tao. The Tao gives birth to all beings, nourishing them, nourishes them, maintains them, cares for them, comforts them, protects them, takes them back to itself, creating without possessing, acting without expecting, guiding without interfering. That is why love of the Tao is in the very nature of all things. So that's chapter 51 of the Tao. And I'm going to go ahead and go through this line by line. If you have a number between 1 and 81 you'd like to share, come on up. I will take your number and we will return to 51 if, uh, if I don't get this done uh, before you come on. So don't hesitate. Kelly, my buddy Kelly is coming on. And I... I appreciate you. Hello. Kelly. Kelly. Are you there? There. I My hear goodness. you. It takes a long time these days for this to go. Is this is it your is it is it your 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 ear pods or is it the app? It's definitely nothing to do with me. <laughs> No, I know that. I I'm know just that. <laughs> like you, you, you. It's it's not you. It's not. You. <laughs> it might be. I interfere a lot of electronics. But, um, hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, numbers. Numbers. Mm. Definitely something in the teens. Thirteen. 13. It was coming, like 17 was coming to me. I was just like, huh, I wonder if she's going to pick 17. I, I think I have done 17, though. Those are my oh, typical maybe. numbers. But maybe oh. I haven't because I think that I have. Well, let's see. Let's see. This is 13. Okay, thank you for choosing 13. And 13 starts, success is as dangerous as failure. Hope is as hollow as fear. What does it mean that success is as dangerous as failure? Whether you go up the ladder or down it, you, your position is shaky. When you stand with your two feet on the ground, you will always keep your balance. What does it mean that hope is as hollow as fear? Hope and fear are both phantoms. They arise from thinking of the self. When we don't see the self as self, what do we have to fear? See the, whole, see the world as yourself. Have faith in the way things are. Love the world as yourself. Then you can care for all things. Initial thoughts? There's a lot of talk about self-love, and at the end is the line that stuck out. That, um, you know, um, if we can't come to that place where we're able to love ourselves, that's really the solution. Yeah. Yeah, that last line, love the world as yourself. But if you can't love yourself, and so like, in all of this, 
you know, so we go back to that first line, success is as dangerous as failure, hope is hollow as fear. Like those are things that we attach to in the world. We attach our self to, right? Like we attach mm -hmm. this, this idea of our, our value on those things like hope, hope for the future. We attach our value to like what we will be or we, we attach our value to success that we have had. Because I really just not being present, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're never, you're never actually succeeding. You're never actually anything. But, you know, that's, maybe I'm mishearing because also like people, Having goals or dreams, I guess that is really the different a different thing. You're not attaching yourself. It's the outcome that you're attaching to at that point. Right, right. And I think, you know, having a goal like in your life, but having desire is a different thing. Yeah. Right? Having desire for an outcome is a different thing. So let's see what let's see let's see if we can kind of break this down a little bit more. So success is as dangerous as failure. I like that. I like that 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 statement. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Because we're so quick in our culture, we can see it. We like to point out people's shortcomings when they're when they quote unquote make it because they're on TV. Really, that means you're lonely and everybody thinks you have and you might not and the pressure of the world might be on your shoulders. But all we see is, you know, so now you're now you're alone or now now you might think that, well, I succeeded, so I should be happy. So now you're not looking at what success truly is, or it seems to be almost worse. Yeah, I think so as well. Because, you know, the interesting thing about failure is, is that it, you never actually fail. Right? And like, you, and you, always you have might not have achieved something yet. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, but that's not just because you didn't achieve it doesn't mean it's a failure. You know, and success is one of those things that is constantly having to keep up because once you succeed, the next thing you do doesn't necessarily succeed. And they, they, they're both just tentative things. They're both just things that pass. You know, because you can be a failure until you succeed. And then were you a failure ever? And then if you fail again, what does that do? And so that's, you know, like those ideas are, 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 are fleeting. You, you also quit trying, I think. I mean, you, failure can make you quit trying as well. But it, success doesn't have to be a bad thing. But it's just that what do we think success is? Yeah. The word success that we, we pin to success is really just, well, we made it. We got there. This is the end. Like, yeah, there is no end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a quote that I have on social media somewhere that's like, you know, praising someone for success or damning them for failure uh, is not what we should be doing. But we should be like, like celebrating people continuing whether they have experienced either. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and like you said, like so many people can stop at success, but, but can you keep going in the face of success and can you keep going in the face of failure? And what oh. do you do with success? How do you use it? What, whatever success means to you, how, how is it 
how is it that you're the keeping going part like are you becoming detached from people are you mm. you're better than are you separate are you harming to gain that feeling you know which brings up this this verse that states what does it mean that success is as dangerous as failure whether you go up the ladder <laughs> or down it your position is shaky when you stand with your two feet on the ground you will always keep your balance Right. You don't go up yeah. or down and you don't you don't put yourself anywhere like you stand with your two feet on the ground and and you just are here. Whether or not you've succeeded or failed at anything, you just you just are here and you do what you do and you allow those circumstances like I read 51 for myself this morning and uh, I didn't get through it. But but, you know, there's a line in there that says you let circumstances complete you right you're born like a vessel and as you fill that with stuff you you get to experience completeness of being you my favorite one of the things i really love about los angeles is because you know i think i've said this maybe before but people have different opinions and experiences there mine is is that anybody is everybody everybody's anybody like I literally can be friends with anyone there without worrying about where they're from, who they are, what they've done, you know, to, to a safe degrees. And yeah. like, and because the, this Los Angeles that I know, like I have friends who are very fluent, like, you know, visually successful and whatever, but also people who are not and all the in between and all the experiences, people who grew up there in poverty and whatever. And like that, um, it shouldn't change you. It shouldn't make you a different person or try to be somebody like just no matter what, like level of experience you've had in life, still treating everybody equally, you know? Yeah. And I see that as like that, that idea of standing with your two feet on the ground. Yeah. Exactly. Grounded, like, you know, stay grounded. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I think of a friend all the time. She has a lot of success in business and multiple million dollar homes you know like she's my one of my best friends we talk like all the time at least once a week and she never says like hey can i just give you a few thousand dollars so you could no we're just like we're we're equal she doesn't yeah you know can i listen and what can i do like, is there any suggestions i can give you but she's not trying to she doesn't elevate herself or she i don't think she knows that she has so much success to be honest right she yeah really it's hard, hard, to, and she's, hard yeah it's hard to see yeah. that, you know and and that's what I love about her. Like I know if I need something, I could ask her, but that's not the case. Like I, this is my life. This is what I'm going through. You know, like right, right. That her feet are on the ground. You know. Yeah, and and as are yours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd rather be two people than be people with things, or you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Um, and then it says, "What does it mean that hope is as hollow as fear?" Hope and fear are both phantoms that arise from thinking of the self. When we don't see the self as self, what do we have to fear? So that, that line, when we don't see the self as self, what do we have to fear? That line really popped out at me when I was reading through this. you have any thoughts on that? That you're not... Um 
that we're all part of the same, that we are all one aspect of the company. Yeah, and maybe even in terms of possessing, right? Like when we don't see the self as a self that we possess, as an identity that we possess, as something that can't be lost, right? Like, like I think maybe it can work on both levels where it's like if you don't see the self as singular you and if you don't see the self as the possession of yours, what do you have to fear? When both of those things are in balance when you see that one you are not necessarily in control of the self that you are and you are also like at one with all things so that you are part of the whole then you have nothing to fear and hope is is this space of like trying to go up the ladder trying to you know do something trying to get somewhere, trying to have a destination. Mm-hmm. But that's a fan. Yeah. You're already complete. Yeah, yeah. You're already complete. And, you know, it's interesting that, that, that kind of idea of complete. You are whole. And that wholeness has experiences which contribute to it and bring you you know, in this world, bring you closer to death. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm thinking about that line in 51 that I read already, which was, you know, letting circumstances complete it. And so, yes, you are whole, there's nothing to fear. And when you arrive at the place of death, you will be complete. There is nothing to fear. That is completion. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't, fear death. I fear the sadness of people leave behind. But that's such a hard word to toss on there because it's um I I feel that we have infinite experience. Yeah. So in that respect I would say I don't even feel like even then, even then we're already complete. I guess it's like what are you seeking? What do you think you're seeking? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, we do we do have our individual experiences even though those experiences go toward the whole. You know, we 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 have the uniqueness and like every one of us has created a whole universe. You know, yeah. to 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 hold us. See the world as yourself have faith in the way things are, love the world as yourself, then you can care for all things. See, it's interesting, this, these last couple lines like really bring into focus how success and hope are separate, right? They're yours, they're not everybody's and here mm-hmm. we say see the world as yourself have faith in the way things are so it's not about you as an individual love the world as yourself and you can care for all things you can be present with each one of them <laughs> so it's ironic because we break down the doubt word by word get nitpicky over like the definition of a word and then in the end it's like really none of it matters you're right. You know, like, None of it matters. <laughs> Stop nitpicking. 
stop taking everything so seriously, none of it matters. It's all the same. Like, and I do, I, I do like the, uh, I do like that relationship, to be honest. Like, I like the relationship of looking at it to let go of it. Yes, look at it to let go. That's beautiful. You know, like, because I don't, I don't hold on to these and, and the concepts that I have from them. But it is, it is good to break apart, I think, to kind of get that broad perspective. Because that's a source of meditation. Oh, 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 come back up. I want you to finish that. You're the source of meditation. Because I do want to hear that if you're able to. Oh, give me one sec. There's my buddy. Creed, we'll get to you very shortly. I just want uh, Kelly to land that plane really quick. Meditation, go on. Uh, yeah, thank you. I, so I, I remember when I didn't know I could meditate. And because I had an expectation on what it is and what it's supposed to be like, an image from TV or whatever. But even this is meditative. Even this is getting you out of all the bullshit around you you fear your reality is not needing to be so wrapped up in the, the pain in your body whatever it is and like by just breaking it down and then letting it go like right. and, and so allowing yourself to experience these states in all capacities and so yeah like even even just having a conversation in this capacity is meditative and I think when we all can realize like there's so many ways that we can connect and also release at the same time, you know, as we are, as we are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like these as that, as like, you know, like shared meditations. Yeah. So thank you. And well, I'll it was beautiful listening. meditating with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Same here. All right. I'll we'll talk, talk soon. soon. Yes, we will. Bye-bye. We're bringing Creed up. I don't believe I've spoken with Creed before, or if I have, it's been a while. Creed, how you doing? Hey, how you doing this morning, beautiful? I'm, I'm doing, doing good. Good. I'm glad to hear. Do you know the Tao of the day? Um, I was listening to you, and to be um, honest, I don't know too much about the Tao. Um, all I, I was going to ask you what book you was reading out of, because everything, yep. you talk, everything you was talking about was spot on, and a lot of different wisdom comes in different what you know avenues so man mm -hmm. whatever that tao tau is i mean <laughs> it rocks okay here. so so let me give you a little primer so this is dao of the day and in, in this i read the dao de ching and if you want a link to english translations of the dao de ching uh hit me up on uh instagram if you're there just send me a dm and i'll uh and i'll send you a couple links to yeah, definitely will uh, to yeah hundreds uh at least a hundred different translations of the Tao thank Ching. you <laughs> so the Tao Te Ching is uh translates to the canon of reason and that's how i translate it uh there's a lot of different ways of translating it to the way and other things like that and it was written in 600 bc so around the same time that the old testament was being you know like brought together right and um it was written by a guy well apparently written by a guy lao tzu and uh, it is, it has 81 chapters. And what I do on Dow of the Day is invite you up to pick a number between one and 81. And then we talk about one of the chapters. Um, definitely, definitely want to know all about this. Because like I said, in my spirit, it seemed like it was spot on. 
um, not for me to give you a number, is it going to take away from the last topic? Because no, 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 we're done with the that. Done with that. Yeah, that's her number. What's yours? Oh no, the reason I'm saying because her number was fire. <laughs> her number was it was a lot to talk about with her number. Yeah, well, I should, well, I should let y'all just go. What, 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 I should let y'all go because I was really, I was taking, I was actually taking notes with her number. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my guess is that there's more here for you. Okay, that's it. What's your number? What am I just throw a random number that's in my mind? Between one and eighty-one. Six. All right, this one's really short, but it's 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 also very beautiful. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read it through. We're going to talk about some initial ideas, and then we'll go through it line by line. Okay. The Tao is called the Great Mother, empty yet inexhaustible. It gives birth to infinite worlds. It is always present within you. You can use it any way you want. Initial thoughts? Initial thoughts is, um, <clears throat> could you go over that first line one more time, please? Yep, yep, yep. The Tao is called the Great Mother, empty okay. yet inexhaustible. It gives birth to infinite worlds. Well, I'm thinking that that, that well, with my first thought, it must be that um, the micro, like the macro, the micro, it must be the micro little seed. That what they some people call the Holy Spirit or something like that, or mm -hmm. my, a comforter. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking that um, no matter where, it's in every single thing, because you know he's Alpha. They say he's Alpha and Omega, beginning and end, first and last. So that completes that mother part, because that's your mother's. You know, mother is is everything. So um, I'm assuming <clears throat> it means that once, um, well, for me specifically, yes. Uh, yes. I realized that. Um, I was walking in a trance because of high anxiety that was artificially inseminated to keep me confused. Once mm -hmm. I found, I, once I dug down and found a quiet place, I think that's what mother said. And then um, once I realized that as I walk in, in the realm of love and peace and, you know, it, it, my view of it, you know what I'm saying? What, I, what you know what I'm saying is this. No, no it, like, like, this is all personal. It, I, I yeah. would never, okay. me personally would never take what you're saying because I don't take anything anybody says as fact. It's just what they have experienced. And I think that once I found that, you know, through different, um, th th through those stressories, ran me to try to look for a safe spot. And when I found that safe spot and realized um, that's where so much, what I realized is power and strength and, and, and everything is all through love. I realized I can stick my head out every now and again and deal with you folks and not worry about anything happening no this is beautiful no 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 like like, like we're gonna go through this line by line but i do want to okay. re remind you that at the end it said here it is always present within you and you can use it any way you want you're talking about like your your relationship to your anxiety no i'm talking about my relationship to my superman okay and like you said i use it whenever i want it they say i mean i get it but i just don't i mean i'm a well, humble person I'm a, I'm a very I don't like to speak and say too many things that's kind of seem like it's superficial or something just like it's like giving me um a, 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 a unbalance of power where i'm over someone else or something so that's why i'm selective on how i say this but yeah but in the day you know what I'm saying once i found my chamber of self and saying got this confidence that i have i'm very courageous because i i know who i am 
I'm coming from a non-malicious love spot. So my mother has guided me through that. I'm not talking about my maternal mother that I see every I got day. you. Yeah. I'm talking about that inner, that mother, father, whatever, something inside me. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's comforting me, holding me, and having me come out with so much confidence and so much clarity that I'm feeling that um, yeah, yeah. If you want yeah, if your energy is not popping the right way, then yeah, I'm superior. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no reason to be sorry. I'm just saying, you know. So here, here we have this, you know. So we're gonna start. We're gonna start looking at this line by line. Start breaking this apart and seeing, you know, like what, 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 what is this actually saying? So the Tao is called the Great Mother, empty yet inexhaustible. What do you think that means? Empty yet inexhaustible. That's what I said. That's what I don't know what the Tao, the Tao means necessarily, because you call the Tao the Mother. I mean, empty and you know. To me, it doesn't represent anything because I don't know what the towel is. But to me, empty. Now, could you say the word after the towel? What words did you use again? The Tao is called the Great Mother. Empty yet inexhaustible. Is that considered God? Well, you know, I mean, because you got to see because that because, so, so I look at real I look quick, at, real quick, on. real quick. I just know. I mean, I I know what you the structure of the conversation. I don't no, want to go no, down no, too no. many. I don't want to go down too many rabbit holes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, no. So I'm trying to keep it on. You know what I mean? I, I yeah, understanding, yeah. So but now, I don't understanding. So later on, after we get off of this, let's catch up so I can understand more. So I can won't have to ask so many questions. You know what I mean? No, no. Like that's what I'm here for. That's all right. Like so, the Dow. You know, the Tao is an interesting thing. You know, like when we talk about God, depending on how you reference God, if you reference God from the Bible, right, that God is pretty puny, really. Like he is destructive. He is jealous. He is all of these things that, I mean, like if I look at, you know, like God in terms of not liking gay people and stuff like that, I have more compassion than that God. You right. know what I'm saying? So, so that God is kind of a puny little pissant, right? The God in the Bible. So depending on how you reference God depends on what you, what I want to respond to your question, is Tao God? Is Tao God to me? Yes, but not that God. Because the Tao even states in it, like if you can, if you can understand God or the Tao, then that's not it, right? Like if you if you understand and if you can write down and explain what God is, well then just recognize that you're off the mark because yeah, God exactly. is bigger. I don't have a, so right, that I, is yeah. that is the God that the Tao is. Well, I can I, just because I do believe that um, my everything. My Almighty is um, Alpha and Omega, beginning mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. end, first mm-hmm. and last. Yeah. And I understand that concept because through through His pain, was led me to really feel His comfort. So yeah, the towel is easily God because God is in everything. So that's a, right. that's a that's a gimme for me. You know what I mean? Yes, I me as well. Sure we was under, me as well. I was yes, I was going to make sure too, and I was. I always, the same. I always like to say like Let's not let words get in the way of a good conversation. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, I want to make sure at the beginning that we was on the same, you know, we are on the same page. This is so everything. Let's, let's rock. Okay, so, let's so rock. when we say the God is empty yet inexhaustible, what does that mean to you? It's empty, but yeah. uh, empty means uh, voidless. Like it's like uh, there's no, there's no ending. Empty means like a big space to me. Like it's yeah. not empty as far as having nothing in it. It's empty that means it 
anything it pours in it will never it can it never be filled up so to yes speak. yes so, so that's what it means to me yet inexhaustible it is space that will never be exhausted no matter well, what you pour into it yeah because you got to put the two things together empty exhausted both of those meanings is a big cup but okay yes yes like and it's not like even just saying cup gives it limit, it's too much right it's, right yeah, give it, you can't it's make, more than that well now mind you sometimes i'll use um labels for the sake of communication of course, you know what I'm saying? just course, so you can for understanding course. only okay because i don't use labels a lot in it, but only for the sake of you understanding we'll go ahead absolutely absolutely so it gives birth to infinite worlds so it says here the Tao is called the great mother once the god is called the great being let's say whatever um, but you see empty, real quick empty yet inexhaustible it gives birth to infinite worlds right that's potential, right? It gives birth to infinite potentiality. What's it give me? Like you and I know this. Well, yeah, we know this. I'm but walking, this was written 600 BC. You wow. Know, like, <laughs> yeah, now I get, but you know, I just, I just got it, and I wish I was familiar with that as a real young adult. I almost wish yeah. I would have came up and not in the towel, just whatever, but just knowing that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just that one yes. piece. Keep going, please. So, and then there's this just final, well, these final two lines. The first one, it is always present within you. You can use it any way you want. The freedom there. And I'm going to tell you, like, wow, so I got 21, I got 21 years clean and sober. Okay. And when I was out there, I was using God. I was using the Tao to keep me high. Hmm. I was using the Tao and I was making choices in my life and the Tao was, and God was, was willing to help me get high. The Tao God was willing to help because I can use it any way I want. And until I recognized my relationship to it, I was using it to hurt myself and others. And it's okay because God sees that as neutral. He doesn't punish me, not the real God. I mean, the God in the book of the Bible or whatever, sure, he's a little pissant, but he's like middle management, you know, like chub scrubber. Like I'm out here like living and, and the real God, the God that we're talking about is neutral to our actions, whether we're murderers or lovers or anything, there is no punishment in that. There is no, I mean, there's punishment in well, life, well, well, but there well, isn't there. Go on. Well, you're right. You know, I mean, I reason make it simplify for me to, you know, to understand is that, um, God's reasoning is above ours. Period. Yes. Blank. And then our, uh, uh, the first they say sin or whatever was um deciding to, to choose between good and evil knowing the difference between good and evil we was never even created in my opinion to really um look at it people as um white black good bad um that's right no, no. like you said no labels right yeah no because the label judging being able to decipher good and evil that became the cycle of judging and labeling and anxiety and stress and um ego ego and pride and all these things that yes, was the sir. very first seed so you know what i'm saying so if we practice the, if we get back into a love chamber like a self that 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 tile love thing that mother we get back yep. in the comfort of that mother then um let the, and then he'll do all that but she'll do all that for you like you don't even have to walk walk in the realm of um that anxiety if you call it anxiety that level of energy right. it's unnecessary and it's really a distraction Yes. And this and this empty yet exhaustible energy. That's where you should be. Constant. This is within you always. 
you that's what my point is you should, you should be within you but because of that judging it keeps you outside of you judgment stagnates energy yeah so keep what well, keeps you outside of you because you're looking around you're not looking yep. yourself you're looking for things to judge and yep. and if you stay into that empty that that empty but um boiling place an exhaustible place yeah. th that's like a big pillow yes and it's and a safe one because you know for a fact that it never it never it's always it's just there man and don't talk and you don't have to worry about nothing because everything you're looking for is there too all answers all boom, all boom, everything that's right everything everything, everything and basically because, you just if you like walk it birth to infinite worlds is there well, anything like that's amazing yeah the infinite world part is the fact that um then for the world is in you like you're a molecule of all the different type of situations and dimensions and stuff yes. and, but you can't pay attention to it if you're looking all the way around you at one um two-dimensional world you know two you watching the two-dimensional world we at what 10 10d now like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm just kidding but no you know, we're, we're 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 getting deep man and that's the, and that's the point and that's the point and in and and behind that depth lies the Tao, lies god lies us like yeah. the real us not this body well, you never, that's why I said I just met myself for the first time. So, you know, not now, but, you know, it was a little while ago, but I just met. You just, uh, uh, Creed, just, just cut out. So if you want to land that plane, why don't you come back up and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll finish. And I also want to say that I saw some 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 support from Kelly, who was with us earlier, and you were learning from. So so she's giving you some love. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kelly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So when I finally found my safe place, um, where it's an. In I try not to, because I still have superficial ways. At times, I see creep out. Oh, yeah. I, You're human, man. About, That's all right. But I'm talking about that I'll see creep out through if I conversate or my train of thought going a certain direction. But I have control of that as well. But sometimes I choose to do that because it still has a little sensual feeling to it. So when that happens um, is when I got to stay focused on what we're talking about right now. Yes. Well, thank you for coming up. Thanks for choosing a number. I appreciate it. I do this Monday through Friday, usually around this time, sometime in the morning central time. So I look forward to, to, to hanging out again. Yes, yes. Clients is killing my phone, so I got to get up. All right, thank you, though. Baby. All right, have a good one. You too, sir. Oh, we're bringing Catherine up. She's got to get her down for the weekend. <laughs> What's going on, girl? 64. 64. I love that you come on all business. All business, like we don't even want to. This is yeah. a long one. You, that, that, I'm glad you did it because we have a long one. It's a lot of it's a lot of rep repetition. I think we have. I think we might have done this one before, but here we go. What is rooted is easy to nourish. What is recent is easy to correct. What is brittle is easy to break. What is small is easy to scatter. Prevent trouble before it arises. Put things in order before they exist. The giant pine tree grows from a tiny sprout. The journey of a thousand miles starts from beneath your feet. Rushing into action, you fail. <gasps> Trying to grasp things, you lose them. <gasps> Forcing a project to completion, you ruin what was almost ripe. Therefore, the master takes action by letting things take their course. He remains as calm at the end as he was at the beginning. He has nothing, thus has nothing to lose. 
What he desires is non-desire. What he learns is to unlearn. He simply reminds people of who they have always been. He cares about nothing but the Tao, thus he can care for all things. Well, I mean, seems so obvious. <laughs> to us, it does. Yes, it's always so. Is this, is, is this? Like, we have not done this one before, but no? I, super, oh, I super dig it. Yeah, it's a good so one. So let's I, dig into it. <laughs> so let's, yeah. So, so let's see. So um, my initial response is just, is like, there's a lot here. Like, like it's always hard, like these longer ones to kind of keep in mind everything. But I like this, this center, like, and I'm going to go back to the beginning in a second, but, but this rushing into action, you fail, forcing yep. a project to completion, you ruin what was almost right. Yep. I mean, to me, this is so much how I talk about uh, managing your business with intuition. Right. I feel like this describes it completely. And so, yeah, so we start at the beginning and there's these four things. What is rooted is easy to nourish. What is recent is easy to correct. And I love that because if you know that you have taken a wrong turn, you don't keep going there, but so many people can do that. Mm -hmm. and just, just keep going down like a path that doesn't feel right. Yeah, well, because you gotta keep taking action every day. You know, you you just right? keep doing it. Keep action every day. Doesn't matter. Just keep going, even if it doesn't feel right. It's because you're uncomfortable. You know, being right. uncomfortable is good. I'm like, nah, there's a, there's a difference there, but that's what I feel like that is about. Just ignore if it doesn't feel right. Just keep going. Yeah. Right. And and the thing is, is when it's recent, it's easy to correct. So stop yep. as soon as you notice. As soon yep. as you notice, because it's easier to correct at that point. Because if you've been doing it for six years, and then you decide finally to, you know what, I'm not going to act. Well, then your entire history is like... It, like now you have to heal like inside, you have to recognize how to see differently and all of these things. Now you have to break all of the habits that you established over the, over that time. Probably was necessary though, for you to nope. be able to continue forward. Yes. But like just rec referencing what is recent is easy to correct. Yes. But I that think is just, is still a measure per person, not necessarily a structure of time. Right. What is recent is easy to correct. Just trust me, if I would have stopped smoking after my first cigarette, it would have been easier to correct than after years of smoking. Yet, I needed that in order to get me to where I am today. Right. Yes. What is Which brittle we're so is glad here today, by the way. Oh. <laughs> me too. I am I am happy to be me. <laughs> what what is what is brittle is easy to break and what is small is easy to scatter. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, when you stretch yourself out, trying to make things work, um, forcing it to be action, 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 you're wearing yourself down, you wear yourself out, you're overwhelmed, it is much easier to emotionally break down, mentally break down, physically break down, and so what is brittle will break. It's break, yeah. Then, see, I, you know, this is, this as we move into this next section, this is something that I've always had, because this is what I do, which is prevent trouble before it arises, put things into order before they exist. I don't know how it happens. I think it's intuition, you know, but, but 
like I always kind of do things and then all of a sudden something happens where it's just like, see, lucky you did that. But I don't know why I did that thing, right? Like like the idea that I'm, I'm doing something to prevent trouble before it arises, I'm doing something to put things in order before they exist. The, that that's just that's just an action I've noticed happening in my life, um, and that's something that I really uh, think that when you when one does what I talk about in terms of recovering yourself, that's something that can very easily um, help someone just be in t- more in touch and in tune with that intuition. Well, not only that, but also what you're saying is you're not worrying about what could go wrong. Because you're not doing it out of fear mm-hmm. or like every scenario that could possibly happen. You're like, oh my God, we need to make sure just in case the whole right. post falls off. I need to be prepared. You know, like you're just kind of, you're doing, like you said, what your intuition says to do. It's not a thought of what could go wrong. But you're like, hey, look, I actually happen to be prepared for that. And that's yeah. such an important point because when you live in that emotional fear, which is that you'll break. you're constantly worried about it where this is like you know if you just kind of go along and relax about it and don't worry you'll constantly be prepared because you'll you're not going to be living in that worry fear overthinking game yeah i like it then then it talks about the pine tree growing from a tiny sprout we dealt with that just in this because like the pine tree is not worried about like oh do i have enough room am i i'm just gonna grow and, right. and that's going to happen here. Uh, the journey of a thousand miles starts beneath your feet. Same thing. It's just, you know, like once you start, you just keep going like in not in the same direction always. Sometimes you got to like move, but you do like every day you 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 move forward in your life. That doesn't mean that there's action every day, but you are you are taking those small steps. Yeah. Don't you know, don't stall out and shut down. Just Right. When keep moving means, you know, to relax, make an effort to just relax. Sometimes you have to make an effort to like chill out a little bit. So that right. is yeah, part of that. So I just wanted to clarify that some more. For yeah, me. I like that. Yeah, thank you for that. Because it's always hard to be like, you do something every day, but some of those days you don't do anything, but it's not giving up. Like that's <laughs> the thing. Like you don't, you don't stop. You don't, you don't, right. you don't tell yourself, okay, well, I'm done. Because you're yeah. not. Like right. there's always more to go. Exactly. Rushing into action, you fail. Trying oh. to grasp things, you lose them. And I don't know, was this you who talked about this? Like, like I heard, I heard someone talk about this recently. It might have been on one of your one of your podcasts. I can't recall. But like, when there's a quarter like that falls in between the the cushions, and then you go to reach it, and as you go to reach it, it goes further. Oh, it wasn't me, but I like that. That's you know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, please, please. And don't give me credit because I, I I don't know who gave it to me. But but you reach and as you kind of reach, like it, it spreads that space out and it just falls deeper and deeper and deeper until like you you have to get at it from a different angle. But that's kind of how I see this grasping at things. You lose them. The, the, as you reach for it, it just allows it to f- pull further away. Yes. Yes. That's so true. Forcing, forcing a, forcing a project to completion, you ruin what was almost ripe. That's a line that that that's always stuck with me. Uh, uh, That's a line of the Tao that's always stuck with me. This idea that forcing a project to completion, you ruin what, like you, 
it's like, it's not ready. It's not ready. Like you can't force it. You just have to let it ripen. And I think it goes back to the beginning too of, you know, don't just keep taking action because the book says, or you feel like you're supposed to, or, you know, well, it says, and the whole time you're going, some about this doesn't feel right or, you know, wrong way. And then you get done and you're like, I don't want to do this. And I just spent 24 hours. I missed a vacation. I didn't go to, you know, I didn't do this. I ignored these things. And now I'm not happy with what it is. And then you feel like worse, actually, in the end. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like this idea of ripening, I, you know, like, and mm-hmm. rushing into action, you fail. Like, that's the first line of this section. Yep. Like, rushing into action, you fail. Like, like, don't, so many people, when I talk to them, they're, they're all ready to come up with a solution to get to the end. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, like there is no end here. You, you are where you are and, and be here because there's a message here for you. Yep. Yeah. Therefore, the master takes action by letting things take their course. What a beautiful line, right? The master takes action by letting things take their course. Yeah. And that's, again, I talk about this all the time, but I'm going to repeat it again. It's like going down the river, you relax, but you're aware. So like when it gets a little bit rougher, you get your little paddle out and you go along. And then when it cool, chills out, you get out your margaritas and chips and hang out for a little while. And then when there's some boulders in the way, you get your little paddle out and push around. Like you take action when you need to and relax when you don't. You go with the flow, but be aware. Yeah, because if you're aware, you're going to know as as things take their course, you are just going to respond to those things naturally rather than with fear, rather than with, right. you know, you will be like, oh, this is time. You know, like there are just times where we know. I, I, I texted someone today and after I texted this person, I was I, I, I just... I, I responded with another text that said, I have no idea why I said that. Oh. And then, and they were like, oh yeah, well, I'm glad that I have this information. You know, like, and I was like, yeah. oh good. Like I had no idea why I sent that, but here it is. <laughs> so that was, you know, something. Um, he remains as calm at the end as at the beginning. Oh, that's the tough part, isn't it? Yeah. That's the tough part. And that's, you know, that is, um, because I talked about the four steps in my last podcast and Mm, I went into the part of, you know, you're constantly going to be in some sort of establishing of these four steps over and over. You're always going to have to, it's not, you're not going to do the four steps and go, boom, I'm done. Done. And that's what this makes me think of, of, you know, the fact that you can reestablish that being open and being, you know, calm and being in flow and, and continue that way is a, something you're, you're always having to know how to do. So if you can get into that place over and over easier and faster, it's going to make this whole ride so much more fun. You know, and then that brings up like this idea that you don't possess this journey. Like, like, you know, like and this next line is, he has nothing, thus has nothing to lose. Yep. What he desires is non-desire. And what you're talking about is like, don't get yourself all hung up on this idea. Like, just be here. Mm-hmm. What he learns is to unlearn and maybe learn a little bit from Clearly Catherine. 
That's right. Well, no, in the big no, in. oh, I got a couple of minutes. You know, yeah. I think a big part of that is the freedom that I talk about. You feel when you're really in line with your intuition mm-hmm. is is that space that it's talking about of you know you've unlearned there's there's you know you're just so centered you don't think about all the other stuff you're just relaxed i wish you could be in that 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year doesn't work that way unfortunately but you know when you can recognize when you're not in that space you can get there faster yeah or you can get out of there faster yeah definitely and then you know this is this is you know, he, and this is what I think both you and I do is simply remind people of who they have always been. Yeah. Like, who is that within you? When you talk about intuition, when I talk about recovering yourself, like there's all of this stuff. And, and I think it's a, a beautiful way of putting it, simply reminding people of who they have always been. He cares about nothing but the Tao, thus he can care for all things. Yeah. You care about the core of the thing. You don't care about its situation right now, whether it's making money or losing money or whatever. It's like you care about the core of them because that is going to bring them in the right direction, not in the direction that maybe they think they want to go, but it's going to bring them in their direction, in their actual direction. It's not about steering something or pushing or pulling something in a particular direction. Right. It's about allowing yourself to be brought in that direction. Yeah. And I would say also, it's not just reminding others, but honestly, I, I remind myself. You and me both. Yeah. 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 Both of us. I know. Like I remind myself of the, you know, make sure that you are you open? Why, you know, why do you feel this way? You know, and then, you know, go through that process. You can come back up. You just got cut off. You, you, you remind yourself of that process. I know it's probably just the second half of a sentence, but I wanted to bring you on because <laughs> I want to be with you. Oh, thanks. I said, you know, I remind myself when sometimes I'll have days when I'm like stressed or get myself overwhelmed and I have to remind myself to get back into that flow. So It's so easy to forget. It's so easy to forget because we get so stuck in the moment, in the body, in the manifestation. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just about like how quickly can we get back, and how, and you know, how much can we learn from those situations? Because those situations have lessons for us as well. Yeah, and just even saying, "Hey, wait a minute, I'm not in flow." Right. The faster you can do that, the faster you're back into the flow. Oh my gosh, this was a great one. I it love was it. Beautiful. Love you, my dear. Can love you. Me? I'm looking forward to chatting another time soon. All right. Toodle-loo. Bye-bye, love. Oh, what a nice day. Does anybody have a number between 1 and 81 before we – oh, well, we have someone coming up. Allison. My buddy Allison's been so long since we've talked. <laughs> How are you, my dear? I've just been focusing in other places in the universe at the moment. Yes, that is, that is quite all right. It's so good to see you, though. I'm, I'm really glad. You're doing lots of, like, interview stuff. Really kind of exciting. I am. I'm doing I, – I love the co-creative process. It's so exciting, and it's so fun. So, yeah. Yes, it is, it is. It is really – I, I, like, as, you know, like, with my – 
I, I've been doing interviews for a long, long time in, in the Chicago art scene and then with my podcast and my portrait work is kind of interview-esque and, and I love the one-on-one. And that's, I think that's my, like now that I'm saying it, it might be why I like wisdom so much because it is one-on-one, you know, and it's me with another person and that's, I, I, I feel like I excel under those circumstances. Me too. Yeah, I, I love it, and I love connecting and stuff. So, um, number seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Wonderful. Let's see. It acts in the world as it acts in the world. The Tao is like the bending of a bow. Have we talked about this one? Um, I think so. Okay. Okay, because I thought, I was, it was like, as I said that, I was like, I think I might have done this one with you. Not that I want to change it. I was just like, huh, another one. Um, the top is bent down. The bottom is bent up, bent up. It adjusts excess and deficiencies so that there is perfect balance. It takes from what is too much and gives to what isn't enough. Those who try to control, who use force to protect their power, go against the direction of the Tao. They take from those who don't have enough and give to those who have far too much. The master keep can keep the master can keep giving because there is no end to her wealth. She acts without expectation, succeeds without taking credit, and doesn't think she is better than anyone else. Mm. I love it. <laughs> there, you know, like I, I never, never, never crossed my mind that you wouldn't. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so this one, you know, speaks. You know, like I get to, I get the 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 benefit of having it written out in front of me. Um, so you know, it's like it kind of covered a lot of things, right? In the beginning, we're talking about a bow bending and like excess and and deficiency, and and at the end, we start talking about like acting without expectation, like there's no end to her wealth, success without credit. Um, there's all of these things that are just kind of like, hey, these things are being. And that's kind of what this really, uh, like I think all of them really kind of state, but, but this idea of not trying to control things and allowing allowing just the nature of things to take over. And I think there's a lot, like we are in the time right now, and I know we've talked about, you know, education in the past, and we've talked about a lot of things where there's a lot of control uh, that people aren't willing to give up. Yeah, for sure. Um, so there's like a, there's so much in that. Um, the first thing that it makes me think of is there's, one of the people, one of the students that I work with, um, this is such a f- fantastic story that she told, which is part of her life. And she was going towards dental school. Well, she came, so I don't know if this, you know, you can see if this resonates with something that you have found uh, with alcoholics, but she was raised by an alcoholic father. Mm-hmm. So she immediately, her whiplash to that was to go into a sense of perfectionism um, for her. Uh, and then, so I don't know if you've seen that with the people that you work with, but she then sort of, you know, plotting through life and ends up in dental school and all of these, all of her achievements, she's crediting to this stimulation of perfectionism, this anxiety induced forward, you know, speed 
it, which she's like, I was studying, I was studying all the time. I was studying really hard. And, and the only reason I got there was because I, I worked really, really hard. And what we're talking about is this exact concept of the, the bow and it being equal at both ends. And I'm like, well, let's just pretend Let's just pretend that there's a reality in which you could have had that same outcome in a flow state. That right. it wasn't necessarily your stress and hard work that got you that outcome. But and that stress and hard work, I, I look at that as just being like that is that is her manifestation of addiction. That's all. Like, well, and it's funny because I when I was thinking about it, I was gonna I worked with her today, and I was gonna ask her, you know, does that stimulate because perfectionism to me means fear of yep. imperfect like of, of fear <laughs> of letting someone down fear of disappointment yep. um which can come from a parental relationship when we feel like we're disappointing it's like a it's a it's a reaction to not wanting to disappoint the ones we love um but then it can become addictive um and i was gonna oh shoot now i forgot i was gonna ask uh Ugh, can't remember what I was going to say, but there was something that I was going to ask her today that was a reflection of that, um, because that shows up. It, it shows up in so many different ways. But if we can recognize the feeling, and then at the same time overlap that with this idea that it, we're supported in all regards, because the bow is going to flex both ways, and we get to choose ease more easily than we think the 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 way in which we create the kinds of outcomes that we want. Yeah, on, on all scales, right? Like, I mean, we look at a world that has, you know, excess right now, right? There are a lot of people that have excess and very few that have, and very, there, there, there are increasingly numbers of people who have excess and, and then, you know, increasingly also numbers of people who have less and less and less and less. And there will be a bending of the bow here. Like there, there is going to be a reckoning. Right? Like, well, and, it's, and it's from the kids too, because literally just this morning, my, my, my youngest got up and she's 15 and she just said, you know, I don't, I don't understand why people hate on other people who are quote unquote different than them. You know, I mean, cause my middle child's, well, I've got, my oldest is gay, my youngest, or my middle one's transgender, non-binary, and my youngest is cisgender, but my middle one has some need for mobility aid. And so there's like different piled upon different. So in our family, we're like, fear of different is just fear. But I think the younger ones are the ones that are that are switching the narrative to more, be more of a, you know, the other side of the bow, so to speak. It's the, they're the ones who are going, you know what? It really doesn't make a lot of sense to be so fearful of something that's other than you, different than you. Yeah, and I think every every generation definitely tackles the thing that you know the previous generation uh, you know like presents, right? Like, or the previous generations present. And I think that that's you know like I'm it's it it is the evolution of consciousness, right? Like the this will always be the case where the young, I think, will will tackle that which wasn't able or what came into focus, right? As we as as our like you know when you and I were younger, there wasn't so much focus on different, and then all of a sudden it came to the fore over the last decade you know and 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 in a way that that it was hidden from us you know when we were when before then 
and it, it wasn't as out in the open. And when that opens up, it, it allows our children to really kind of see that and be like, how stupid, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, they and I think, I think you, you and I, maybe, you know, we grew up and we were looking at like the greedy eighties and we were like, how stupid. And then now, and we are giving, we are giving in a way that they were not in, in that time, you mm -hmm. know? So, so what we got to experience, we, we said, how stupid, and we started to give. And now what, what, what's coming up is, is this fear of different. And then, and then different is just becoming the norm, right? Like it is, it is no longer different. It is, it is like, like that is just fear, right? And we, oh, it's all that. fear. Yes, it's yeah. just fear and a different expression of fear. And there's always some way to channel that energy. If you want to, you can find a reason to hate. You can find a reason to fear. You can, I mean, That's it, right. it's available. You can what's, do it. Yeah, I, I love there's a, there's that line in the Tao. I think it said somewhere um, like, what's the difference between success and failure? What's the difference between right and wrong? Like, whatever. It's all like, it's all the same. Like you want to fear, you want to love, you want to do, you want to, you want to hate, you want to do like whatever. There's no difference there. You just have to figure, you get to choose which one works for you. And totally. uh, yeah, and that's, you know, and like the nice thing is, is that the Tao doesn't, isn't, isn't locked in time, right? But we are. And so it seems like, you know, the bend, the bending of a bow, when one goes down, the other is going up at the same, you know, quote unquote time, but time is experienced differently for us. So it like it takes time, it takes generations, even though those are things that are happening actually at the same time. And that's actually shifting too. The concept of time is shifting. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, it, it, yeah. The experience of time is shifting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it adjusts excess and deficiency so that there is perfect balance. It takes from what is too much and gives to what isn't enough. That's exactly what we were saying. How beautiful. Like we've already kind of covered all that. Um, those who try to control, who use force to protect their power, go against the direction of the Tao. They take from those who don't have enough and give to those who have too much. And that's, and that's, and that's literally, it looks, sounds like a criticism of just like, hey, bitches, put your shit down. <laughs> you know, like you don't, you don't, like you can't protect your power. Like your power is here for the better, better benefit of everybody. The master well, that's can the other, keep going. That's, that's the other illusion that's fall, failing is this illusion of control of other because you do not have control over other, other people. And right. that's sort of like the illusion that's, that's coming to the forefront is on all levels, on the macro level, on the micro level, like this idea that you can control another person, entity, you, you can't. You can try out of fear, but you can't. You know, and I think the, the, the real growth that's happening is that individuals aren't just capitulating to being controlled. Yeah. You know, and I think, and I think the work that you're doing, Catherine's doing, I'm doing, Kelly's doing, all these people are doing to help individuals know themselves so as not to be fooled into being controlled or not to giving up their control, really, like, because you have to give it up in order to be controlled. Well, what's interesting is, uh, like, it, now that I'm working, you know, with more people, I get to see the pattern in my own work. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting that by the second session that I have with someone, they're like, God, this is so easy. But the, but the thing is, my program is designed to give control back to the individual, right? The whole thing, 
even though their structure in it is controlled by the individual. They're the right. ones who set the pace. They set what content they're looking at. They say, they say how many times between sessions, like they're, and then they go, Oh my God, this is like, I'm getting these concepts so easily. I'm like, yeah. I know because you're in control. There's no illusion of control. I don't control you. I yeah. can't tell you what to do, but I can teach you how to, how to, how to, you know, shift your energy in ways that you've wanted to. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the big growth that's happening right now. Like, I think that we're, we're at the, you know, we're, we're the avant-garde on that. I think there are, you know, like we're, we're not trying to take credit. We're not trying to, we're just, we just want you to be better so that the world is better. We want you to be better for you. And, you know, I always say like, if you're a mass murderer and you come to me, you're not going to be, you're not going to not be a mass murderer unless you decide to not be a mass murderer. You're just going to be a better mass murderer when you're done. You're going to love yourself more. I yeah. Mean, you know, there's, like, I don't, I don't care. What yeah. There's one more, that. there's one more point on this and then my time's going to run out, but I think it's such an important point. So another woman I'm working with was talking about a story and she was talking about a story where, um, her cousin has sort of woken up and had some sort of like mediumship capabilities now and this and that. And she was talking about a story where her cousin had a vision of her future. And now she's seeing that future come into play. And there was a sense of, she was like, well, if my cousin hadn't had that vision, you know, I wouldn't feel so comfortable in acknowledging this manifestation as something positive and trustworthy and da, da, da. And with even sort of like, it's, it's sort of like on a very meta level, she thus then given away her power again. And I said, you know what? Don't do that. You created this. You created every aspect of this. Yeah. Take credit where credit is due. You did this. This is the abundance that you co-created with your cousin, that you asked for, that you witnessed. It's you. It's not the universe outside of you. It's you. So let's yeah. give you credit where credit is due. Nobody is doing any, like, don't give your cousin credit. That's right. You. Yeah. Don't give your cousin credit. Don't give, don't give, any, like, it's you. Like, it's not, it's not. It, it, like all of the people that want to give God credit and all this kind of stuff, I'm just like, it's you, bitch. It's like, you. It's you. It's, yeah. And that's where, and that's, you know, like this, this ends with these beautiful lines. I know you're cutting out soon, but she acts without expect, expecting, succeeds without taking credit and doesn't think she is better than anyone else. And that is a master. And that's you. Thank you so much. Damn, baby. <laughs> I so appreciate you coming on, Allison. Love you and uh, enjoy the snow. And we're bringing Nancy on. Nancy, my buddy Nancy, the energy lady, she's coming out. She's going to give me a number. We're going to have a good time. Good morning. Good morning, dear. How are you doing? Fine. I just had this thing that said, Catherine, Allison, me. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, they're talking to me, so I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, we are I'm going to go with number seven today. Number seven. We did 77 and now seven. I think we did 17 as well today. No, 13. I said 17. Interesting. Um, the Tao is infinite and eternal. Why is it eternal? It was never born. Thus, it could never die. Why is it infinite? It has no desire for itself. Thus, it is present for all beings. The master stays behind. That is why she is ahead. She is detached from all things. That is why she is at one with them. Because she has let go of herself, she is perfectly fulfilled. 
See, I have an interesting, like, I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. I'm going to read a different translation. Okay. He <clears throat> heaven and earth last forever. Why do heaven and earth last forever? They are unborn, so ever living. The sage stays behind, thus is ahead. He is attached, thus at one with all. Through selfless action, he attains fulfillment. Mm. I didn't know why I was going to read it, but I think that last line is the, is the reason. Like this, this, through selfless action, he attains fulfillment. And I think that's the work that, you know, so many of us are doing right now. I was talking to Allison about the idea that we're all trying to get people to know who they are. And I think that's your journey as well. And, um, and as we look at this, you know, from, so this is the Jane English, um, uh, 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 translation, heaven and earth last forever. Why do heaven and earth last forever? Because they are unborn. So ever living, um, the Tao is eternal and infinite. Why is it eternal? It was never born. Thus it can never die. Why is it infinite? It has no desire for itself that is present to, for all beings. I'm going back and forth between the two. Just no, kind that's of, fine. You're putting yeah. them together. Yeah. The Tao is infinite and eternal. And that and that's within you, right? Like this right. is a what I like to see in this one is that this is a this is a continuous journey. Like the journey didn't start with our birth and it's not gonna end with our death. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know it's not, but you know, you yeah. gotta say that, right? <laughs> yeah. No, what what it's I had written last night, so what's next? with what I did yesterday, what's next today? And you just said it, it's letting go of anything. I woke up with a, I feel like I have a knife in my rib, in the back of my rib today. And I'm like, okay, then I'm stabbing right myself. Right side, so left side, what do you got? Right side. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, go on. Ego and pride. Oh, um, and it's, I'm, I am enjoying I'm going to say it my way. I'm enjoying the process of cleaning out the sandbox of what I was taught that I was yeah. as a career person. Because I went from being nothing to someone to I don't care. And I'm at the I don't care stage. And what I mean by that is it's not my job to care for others. It's my job to shine my light and play. Go on. Yes. Continue. Sorry. And, <laughs> no, no, that's good. I, I love that. I love that. Mic drop. Yeah. That's, and that's... yeah. And so there's that part of my system that's telling me that I'm not allowed to go there, which has been a continuous thing. And I keep saying, no, you don't understand. All I have to do is breathe and it'll go away. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And yeah, coming to play because I, I put something together yesterday and I still kind of went spinning. And I realized that my it was so cool listening to, was it, it was, it was just Allison talking about the person who's been affected by the addict. And it is, it's an addiction. It's an addiction. What I call um, that world, you know, um, and you can either be an addict or an alcoholic, or you can be an enabler. And it's definitely, we, you know, we could be, a lot of people are addicted to enabling people because then we don't have to look at ourselves. Um, right. And I like looking at me and I always have, but I was taught that I was too analytical looking at me, blah, 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 blah. And so what I'm doing is just saying, you know what, I'm here to play in the world and you get to find you as you 
play in the same, you know, play in my world. That's it. You just get to find you. It's not a, I have to get out there. No, it's, it's, let's have fun doing this because as you know, in the spiritual world, you know, as people grabbed onto spirituality, they got heavy. I'm like, that. Yeah. no, it's not meant to be. Connecting the dots and plugging into who we are is meant to be fun and playful and joyful. And I didn't know that because, uh, you know, of how I was taught. And I'm like, wow, I'm, it's, it, we're all doing this. We're breaking, the, we're breaking the laws of humanity and going into the laws of life. Yes. And, and I think, and I think they're just like, this is just the time for that awakening that, that, and you know, like, I don't like using the word awakening, but that's what, you know, that's what it is. I mean, we're just, we're just moving into a new state. We are, we are. And it's not, you know, people think it's this world and that, no, it's actually, my, my, my fun is the universe turned us up. The universe doesn't lie. People do. I'm going to continue saying this. And because we weren't listening to the small things, we got flipped upside down and the people are hitting their heads and not making it. That's, just as important as the people hitting their heads and saying, ow. Right. And, and so we're standing up and saying, wait a minute, what, what, what? And our, our awareness by hitting our heads, our awareness is expanding. And mm-hmm. we are, because I was doing that this morning when I was walking, I'm like, the only reason why I'm feeling pain at all is because I'm trying to stay within my little being. Yes. And I'm like, no, okay. So that's just the next thing. And to be in this it's so funny how my system says, oh, you're in a really good spot and you got really great people back out. Yep. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm just going to kind of lay low and see what's there. You know, and, yeah. and lay low and sit with it. You yeah, don't have to, you don't have it. to act. You don't have to change. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you can just sit here because it's not comfortable because you're in a new place and we're all getting into a new place. I want to be more comfortable with being in a new place than no place. My son is moving across country and we keep talking about it, him and I. And he's helping me feel that part, yeah. that, that, that movement. And he's trying to force it. And every time he tries to force it, the universe shows him, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, you're not ready. Bing. <laughs> yep. Just lock it down. Like you, you right. we're going to lock it down for you. Um, yeah. you know, and, and, and the universe is so good at that, you know, and that's what, you know, as we move into this next line in the Mitchell version, the master stays behind. Yeah. That is why she is ahead. And that's such a beautiful way because like, you're pausing. You're just saying pause. You're not, you're not, you're not. And, and this isn't necessarily staying behind of other things. This is just like, hey, I can, I can pause here. And I can, and, and by pausing, I'm going to get more out of it than I'm going to get out of just constantly trudging forward. And you know what? I didn't give myself permission to do that yesterday. One of my friends reminded me of that. I posted something and she reminded me of that. And that's, that's just, that's beautiful because I was taught not to pause yeah. in that state I'm in right now is it's okay. Find something fun to do right now. It's not work. Just do something. Yeah, absolutely. She is detached from all things. That is, she is, that is why she is at one with them. The more you can detach from like your desires, your goals, your story, all of that stuff, the more you can be present for that which is around you and that which is coming or that which is going or that which is here. Would that go, see, the thing that just popped in my head when you said that, because that is definitely, a, that's going to be such a blessing. And I say that I'm going in that direction, is when I worked with people, and people are still trying to convince me to stay into that world. When I worked with people, I expanded myself and I allowed myself to see exactly what you're saying. Detaching yeah. things, you know, and, and all of a sudden, it, you know, the energy shifted, blah, blah, blah. 
And I didn't do it for myself because I was that person. I don't know if that makes sense. It wasn't me. It was something that I get to do. That was my head thought. Right. And that was a training thought. And so when I, try, when I was going towards me, people said, no, 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 this is just for us. And we just said that. It's attaching. No, I am that. Yeah, no, you are that. Yeah, it's, it's it not about. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's not about locking it up. It's not, it's about, because it's, it's, you know, I mean, we said this in an earlier one when I read six, which was, uh, which stated, um, it is empty yet inexhaustible, right? But when we try and fill it, and when we try and think that there's a limit to it, then all of a sudden we want to hoard it. And that, that was something I, I know I was plugged into, and I hadn't realized it until just recently. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's beautiful that I can because I get so peaceful. Like when I get in this state, and I know you can hear, feel it, I, yeah, I can not only feel it, like I can hear it. Like your voice has, has just... Totally different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know that how many people have trashed me for that? And I love this spot as much as I love the high flying. Because I'm yeah. high flying still. There's no Yeah, difference. absolutely. Yeah, like, like, but the energy lady can't have one fucking gear. She can't that's have one That's exactly energy. what they wanted. That's why, yeah. honestly, that's why I'm keeping it so I can shift it. Right. to what it really is because i love what is the energy lady it, everybody's energy so why not just me claim that i am it i mean yeah. who cares yeah that's oh, um, you it's fine no yeah. but this is this is a really safe spot for me to be in because my friend was trying to tell me that yesterday it was really cool she's gonna love that i found it um Good. because she sees me as that and i'm not holding her to it it's nice to have that person near to remind me yes no because I, I, I had the, uh, such an, uh, a great, I saw a vision yesterday, and she was so open to just having me ask her blunt questions. Mm -hmm. It allowed me to see it without her judgment. Because she kind of went, uh, no, and she went there. So that's what this is doing. It's a lot, what you're reading to me is, yeah. and showing me is that I'm already at my next level, but you give, I'm allowing myself to see the bigger picture because you're really not giving it to me. You're just being a mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you and I, neither want to want to change each other. Like I want oh, you to no. be you because no. you because you did this. You got here all on your own, and I respect that. And I know that anything that I like, I can't give you anything, but you can receive whatever you receive, and I am grateful to be a vehicle for that reception. Right, because six months from now or three months from now, you're going to read this to me and it's going to be a totally different meaning, but it's totally going to be the exact same word. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. It, this wraps up by saying, because mm -hmm. she has let go of herself, she is perfectly fulfilled. And you know, these language, this language in here, like, you know, let go of yourself. Like, what is that? And that's just like that identity it's that a you human hold form. on to. It's, yeah, it's a human form. I, no, yeah. And it's funny because I hear words and if I don't feel the words understanding, I keep asking questions. But the let going of myself is is the man-made creation of me. Yes. And Ugh. it's more of a consci conscious man-made creation, not the physical, which makes sense. And if you knew what I was doing, the contrast of what I'm sitting in, it's, it's beautiful. I seriously am in the energies of my family upbringing, but in a much higher frequency of people. But yeah. they're not the frequency of me, but the, the, so I'm learning how, not learning, I'm allowing myself 
to be safe in my skin in that spot because I wasn't as a baby and a child. Right. And you had, as a, as a baby, as a child, you had learned because you had no frame of reference. You had learned yes. how you were supposed to act and how you were right. supposed to be. And you were living under the influence of all that. Now, right. and, as and who start, I wasn't correctly being. Yes. Right. Right. Because I've always been defiant get, and strong, and strong minded always. <laughs> yeah. And as you start to get out from under the influence of those things, you get to be strong and defiant in a way that isn't in response to that, but in a way that is honest with yourself. Yes. And I'm going to share this because it just popped into my head because I know I'm going to be dropping in a minute. Um, is my mother and my grandmother and my grandfather have all gone. My dad has too, but he's a different energy for me. Um, but my mother and my grandmother, my grandmother, Years into, over 20 years ago, before my mom passed, she came to me and gave me the baton and said, you're going to do this. You're going to shift this out. She got very clear on it. I didn't want it, but that's a different story. Now I'm coming around and my mother and my grandmother are also taking, helping me with those energies just by being in the space of what they remembered once they transitioned out. Mm. And, and it's beautiful because what you just said. So I am shifting the dynamics. My sisters are not going in the direction. It doesn't matter. I can hold them in the space no. and say, I love and appreciate yeah. who you are. So yeah. thank you. This is absolutely. This is, I love I, I love the work that you're doing. I love the work that you do. I love you. And I'm so grateful oh, that we you. get to share this. And and you know, like like this says here, because she has let go of herself, she is perfectly fulfilled. And that's the direction that we are all and I want each and every one of us to be able to go in. Like letting go of that identity that we think we are is so important. Big hug, girl. Thank you so much. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful Tao of the day. If anybody wants to join me for one last, I can do one more if anybody wants to come up. Otherwise, I will, I'm going to go back to 51 and um, just read through that again really briefly. Well, let's see. Oh, we do have someone that wants to come up. Hey, buddy. What's going on? I love having people up. Hello. Charante? Is that right? Hey. <laughs> Hello. I'm here. My, my, my phone goes to the oh. matrix all the time. It's well, that's hilarious quite thing. all right. Um, <laughs> did, did, I, did I pronounce your name right? Charante, is that right? No. Charente, Charente, hero. My thing is, I'm just happy to hear you even say anything. You didn't oh. say, what's your name? You no. say the name first. So thank you it, for trying. I give it a go. I give it a go. You know, that's, that's, the, that's, the, way we, that's the way we roll here on Tower of the Day. You just, you just have faith in the way things are. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so are you familiar with the Tao or the Tao of the Day or anything here? Um, I've heard about you doing this. I oh. barely understand the Tao principles and stuff like that. I just know it exists. Okay. So uh, basically, I'll, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a brief primer, and then I'm going to ask you for a number between 1 and 81. So while I'm giving you a primer, you think of that number. Um, I, I come on weekdays uh, in the morning sometimes, central time, and I invite people up to read, to pick a number between 1 and 81, because there are 81 verses in the Tao Te Ching. And the Tao Te Ching is an ancient text written in the 6th century BC, and um, that was right around the time there were bringing together the Old Testament and all that kind of stuff and 
Okay. And so it's an ancient text that really just talks about how we can live a more reasonable life. Okay. That sounds dope. So I like uh, you got I have the number. What's your number? As soon as you said you need a number, it immediately came to me. It was 77. Wow. It should be said that we read this one already today, but you're a new person, so we're going to have a new meeting. So here we go. As it acts on the world, the Tao is like the bending of a bow. The top is bent downward, the bottom is bent up. It adjusts excess and deficiency, so there is perfect balance. It takes from what is too much and gives to what isn't enough. Those who try to control, who use force to protect their power, go against the direction of the Tao. They take from those that don't have enough and give to those who have far too much. The master can keep giving because there is no end to her wealth. She acts without expectation, succeeds without taking credit, and doesn't think that she is better than anyone else. So I'm going to now ask you, do you have any initial thoughts? That is a longer one, and you, haven't, you don't have a lot of experience with the Tao, so I just want to just ask, what popped out to you? Here go. My thing is, I'm a rereader. I was like, oh, okay, I need to see that also in my in, in my sites because I need to. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Um. Did Did any line pop out? It was because talking about the giving, how the giving was. That line popped out. I was, and it made me stop and go for a pause for a second, yeah. and I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That happens so much, and that's why when I'm reading this, I'm like, all right, I, I can always feel that she's she's not she's not here with me. And so one of the great things is, and this is what I do every day for everybody, is we do just kind of initial thoughts, and then we go through it line by line together, so okay. that we can so that we don't have to remember the whole thing because I can't even remember the whole thing of things like this because I'm like the last thing I read was anyone else, and I don't really remember anything else. Um, so. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, it was like, I think there was something about a bow. I don't, I don't know. Um, so, I don't so, know either. I just know it's been up and it's been down. And right. yes. So, <laughs> so that's what, so that's what we're going to start with. Cause that's the beginning. And, and you know, like I like to bunch clump these together in a way that like, Oh, like this all makes sense together. So as it acts in the world, the Tao is like the bending of a bow. The top is bent down, the bottom is bent up. So do you have any, any thoughts on that first? I will say this, for whatever reason, every time you read that particular line, my phone goes into the ether and I don't know why. Meaning you can't hear me? Yes, it goes wow. completely silent. So I, apparently I need to hear whatever that is can you say it one more time? I'm going yeah, to do it one more time. And I want to know this because energy and electricity work hand in hand. And the, you know, like you're, you, you might not be ready for this, but I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> As it acts in the world, the Tao is like the bending of a bow. The top is bent down and the bottom is bent up. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to go into the next line because it connects to all this. It connects to the down and the up. It adjusts excess and deficiency, so there is perfect balance. So the down and up is about ex about adjusting excess and deficiency. Oh it my takes, God. It takes from what is too much and gives 
to what isn't enough. Okay. So I can feel you. What's going on? Okay, so I'm in my hero. I'm in my third eye section, if that if that makes any sense. So I actually You're in your I saw it. I, I said my third eye section in my okay. life. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so yep, yep. I was doing listening with my mind's eye and not just visually looking around. Beautiful. What I saw was a person that's an archer literally <laughs> playing with their bow and them being too top heavy where and they're pulling it way too far back that it's not going to really hit the target. But learning yeah. that balance in between and not pulling too far out, but not pushing too far in where it's not going to go anywhere. But that delicate balance, that is what that for me is, is saying. Yes. So what we is, have, right? Oh, the no, rich to the poor. Yeah, I think you went into the ether. Oh, no. And that, sorry. And then um, I was saying it's not about stealing from the rich and to give to the poor. It's about having the money that you have and being for me, also a good steward of that and making sure that people that do not have as much do get that privilege to have more, if that makes any sense. And that they need to be focused on, if that makes any sense. And that helps me turn my attention. I mean, I look at that, you know, as being like, this is why we pay taxes, right? Like, so that we can balance these things out. And I think over the last, you know, 40 years, as we've been, you know, um, allowing increasing loopholes around taxes like that has that has created more deficiency and more excess. Yes. You know, and so so like this idea of like if you if you if you have a bow and you and you pull the top down and you hold that you hold that bow and you pull the top down, it that top and the bottom aren't equally sharing the the load. And the people all the way at the top and the people all the way at the bottom have to be brought closer together. They got to bridge as, the gap. At, right. And, and, and when they work together and when they move in unison, everything works like a well-oiled machine. Right? All of a sudden we have the tool, right? The tool being the bow. Oh, and I got here. It, this leads into another thing for me in regards to sin and missing the mark. Too, because mm -hmm. I was like archery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I'm ready for the next lines. Sense. Okay, so then we go into those who try to control, who use force to protect their own power, go against the direction of the Tao. They take from those who don't have enough and give to those who have far too much. You went into the ether again. Those who try to control, who use force to protect their power, go against the direction of the Tao. They take from those who don't have enough and give to those who have far too much. Okay. If that's the end of the line, that's I understand it. what it means. Okay, talk me. to me. So that is pretty much it. Being controlling is a no-go all uh, in between because that means you're wanting the person to obey and be subservient. That means that person does not have the freedom of choice to make their own decisions for their own success in life. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to um, giving um, pretty much the transfer of wealth, that's pretty much what that's talking about, how um, the people that have a, a more 
Dollar Hero, more zeros after their um, salary than other people are getting them more money to buy more unnecessary things. And like I said, individuals that have lesser technically in the regards of money specifically. Well, um, this could be this could be used as education. This could be used as uh, job opportunities. This could be used as uh, opportunities of places to live. I mean, this could be opportunity or money or, you know, even I, I mean, I, it, like this is to protect their power. Right. What, what we say in the beginning is those who try to control who you force, you. who this use is, force this, to protect their power. I got you. I got you. This. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. I'm having no, a whole history go. lesson right now. Like yeah. in regards to the Roman empire, in regards to all these wars mm -hmm. that we've been in and mm -hmm. all of that and how, like, I remember going to college and my professor for econ said that. Away in the ether. China is legit. Now she's muted. But we're I'm good. Back. You're back. Good. Chiny, China, Chiny. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, I was saying that China was going to become the more of the global superpower. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I highly doubt that's going to actually happen, but I can see how you can surmise that for the fact that there's billions of people there. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why I was like, now that actually is now starting to make sense. If that yeah. makes any sense. Cause that's yeah. a transfer of the, that's transfer. Yeah. That's power. That's power. And like, if you, if you are using force to protect your power, you're going against the direction of the Tao because the power needs to be able to lift up and you can't, you don't want to use force to do that. If you have to use force, then you're pushing someone down. Yeah. And I see the Tao as love. It's mm -hmm. for me, it's, it's telling me that that's what love is. Yes. And that's also why South Korea specifically, they decide they're going to use soft power by music and by um, language and export of tourism mm -hmm. to um, influence the masses. And it's worked. Let's just say it's worked. Yeah. Um, so I, I can I can see that. I can see mm -hmm. that. I feel that. And then we, we go into this last section, and I know we're running out of time, but the master can keep giving because there is no end to her wealth. She acts without expectation, succeeds without taking credit, and doesn't think she is better than anyone else. I will say this, that sounds just like me, period. Because for me, I will say in regards to abundance, I generally have abundance. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be, I'm being transparent. And whenever I do have abundance, I freely give of it, whether it's my time, my talent, or um, things that are technically quote unquote possessions really do understand that. And mm -hmm. it rings for me. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and that's you bending the bow right? That's you allowing the bottom and the top, because like, if you're on the top end of that bow, then you're allowing, you know, like you're adjusting excess and deficiency. You're doing that naturally just through your, just through your giving. And even if you had no abundance, you'd still be able to do that. And like, I do that with my wisdom and we do that by sharing and all of these things like power, control and those are the things that you know like we, we we want to be able to adjust and be able to share so that the whole world benefits because 
um, we don't think we're better than anyone else. No, we don't. And the thing is, is that I we, I was talking to Lois earlier and, and I was like, there was a thing I saw on Instagram and it said, the reason why you couldn't fit or you felt unworthy and stuff like that is because you were actually overqualified. Yes, that is very, that is often the case. That is often the case. And it hit true to me. And I was like, that will make sense. That would make sense. Because I've been trying if that makes any sense to do the conformity, yeah. but I'm, I'm done trying to conform. I'm just gonna be me, authentically silly, sure and Tay. You can call me Tay when I'm having my silly moments. It doesn't really matter, but I'm gonna be silly. <laughs> be silly. We need that. We need that so badly. And we need you to be you because you're not contributing as much to the world when you're just trying to contribute what someone else wants, when you're living under the influence of other people, ideas. Like we need you, Sharente. Well, I will be me, and I do appreciate you, Mr. Martin John. You always drop in bars. Like I said, people talk about you in these streets. Good stuff. Only good. Oh, um, oh, that's so good to know. Thank you for telling me. Because, you know, like, I, so, I, I you, know I do. Okay, I, I just like, show up as myself. I just show well, keep up showing up as yourself. Okay. Yes, I will. But I have an amazing up. day. You too, love. Ciao. All right. So um, as we wrap up today, I'm just going to read over 51 just so you can ponder it. I don't think I want to talk too much about it. I've been I've been I've been on the line for almost two hours and that's been great. And I love it that you guys keep coming up. Um, but I'm going to read 51, which was my pick early on. Uh, Every being in the universe is an expression of the Tao. It springs into existence, unconscious, perfect, free, and takes on a physical body. It lets circumstances complete it. You know, that's an important aspect that I was get, getting to, this idea of, like, we take on a physical body, right? We're perfect and free already. We're unconscious, perfect, and free, and then we take on, and then we take on a physical body. And once we're in a physical body, we let circumstances complete it. Complete it, complete the body, complete that, that experience. This is why every being spontaneously honors the Tao, because those experiences, those circumstances are going to complete this body, not complete me, because I am more than just this body. The Tao gives birth to all beings, nourishes them, maintains them, cares for them, comforts them, protects them, and takes them back to itself, creating without possessing, acting without expecting. Once again, we have this acting without expecting. I believe I was talking about that with, um, with Nancy, who picked number seven. Guiding without interfering, which I just talked to Sharice and, um, and Allison about that. Guiding without interfering. And Nancy as well. That is why love of the Tao is in the very nature of all things. It's in you, it's in me, it's in every stone, every table, every wall, everything. The love of the Tao is within the very nature of all things. Even the things that you don't like. <laughs> it's always got to put that in there because just because we don't like it doesn't mean the Tao doesn't. All right. Thank you all so much. I'm your host, Martin John. I host the Recover Yourself podcast. 
If you are interested in getting links to the Tao Te Ching, to English translations of the Tao Te Ching, I'd be happy to send those over to you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can find my links here. Um, I take these and I post them on Spotify under Tao of the Day podcast. So if you are looking for all of these and you want to send people to them, definitely do that. I am. I do workshops. I don't have any dates, but if anybody's interested in taking a workshop, I can always make room for one. So uh, reach out to me if that's an interest of you of yours um there is a free virtual healing session tonight through satnam yoga studio chicago and if you want a link to that definitely shoot me a dm on instagram i will be talking a little bit about my work but we will also be doing a uh, virtual uh, reiki session i am a reiki master and and there will be a couple other reiki masters joining me. Um, so I will send you a link to that. It is a free session and I would love for anybody to be able to come and experience some Reiki tonight. Um, I believe it starts at 6.30 central time, I believe, uh, 6.30 central time. So if you're interested, shoot me a message on Instagram. Uh, otherwise, uh, I look forward to talking with you guys again. I work with a limited number of one-on-one -on -one clients every month. So if you're interested in learning more about that, contact me through any of the links that you can find here on Wisdom. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so appreciative of the 129 people that came through and, and gave a little love. And everybody is so beautiful here on Wisdom. And I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. Once again, I'm Martin John, the Recovery Mentor. And until next time, keep recovering yourself.